hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Mike Packer Show, where we talk about people, profit, and purpose. Hopefully things that mean a lot to everybody that's listening definitely mean a lot to me. And today, I think, is actually going to be our first on mic devotional. So I've written a few devotionals on the website. If you haven't checked them out, mikethacker.com or beamazingwithmike.com. And you can find a bunch of different uh, blog posts and devotional thoughts that I've got on there. Um, you know, I used to be a preacher and, and dig in a little bit more to some of the spiritual stuff. And, you know, I'm kind of dabbling back in there a little bit, wrestling with thoughts and doing a lot of wrestling, actually, with a lot of thoughts some days. You know, life doesn't seem as simple as it used to be, the older I get. And definitely is a whole lot more complicated with, with a business and a nonprofit and everything else. And I don't know, some days I think I handle it okay. Some days I'm probably not handling that well, but... You know, this is not an on-air therapy session, so we'll we'll move swiftly along. But I thought it'd be cool to have a a little bit of a devotional conversation here with you guys as my listeners. And so I want to talk about that good old Bible story, David versus Goliath. So let's dive in and uh, and see where we go. There is a story in the Old Testament where the people of Israel seem to just be consistently under attack from a neighboring group, tribe, people, country, whatever you want to call them, the Philistines, the bad guys. And, you know, it's all very prim and proper. They go out to battle and they line up on one side, they line up on the other. And it feels like that, it feels like that scene from the movie Troy, where, you know, you've got these two armies out there and then, and then along come these kings or these leaders or, or whoever's in charge. And, you know, they go and have this little, you know, conversation just the two of them in the middle of the open space and it's well why don't we not why don't we not waste all of our armies and you know kill a bunch of people we'll just pick our best guy you just pick your best guy and if you've seen the movie Troy you know that you know that you know in that opening scene the best guy is this hunking Goliath wannabe oversized whatever and then here comes Brad Pitt you know looking as chiseled as ever and probably half the height and whatever else and if you haven't seen I'm not going to spoil the, the, the scene for you, but but obviously Brad Pitt doesn't die because it's the start of the movie and there wouldn't be a movie if he did. So you can go see that. And I don't know if they modeled it on the on the David and Goliath story or not, but it feels similar because here comes this Goliath guy, this giant, and he's just hurling out insults, hurling out accusations, you know, send your best guy out. Let's go one-on-one and let's, let's finish this together. And of course, these armies in Israel don't have anybody that wants to go fight him because he's a you know, a huge beast of a guy and probably a pretty good warrior and nobody felt confident enough to go and deal with it. And so then we read in the story that along comes this little shepherd guy, David, who isn't even a warrior. He's been a sheep herder for years and, you know, fought a bear and a lion and whatever else. And and he hears this guy cussing out God and thinks, hang on a minute, something's not right. You know, that, that's not cool. Like, this is my God you're talking about and I, I'm not going to stand for that. So I'm going to go do something about it. And he goes out there with his little slingshot and his five stones and you know, the first one slings, hits the guy in the head, knocks him out, and, and, and kills him. And you can go read the story for yourself. But we we apply this analogy in so many different ways. Everybody's heard of a David and Goliath story or a David versus Goliath story. The little guy, we always root for them in movies. We root for them in, in sports. We root for them in business. We want the little guy to win, even though really the big guys pretty much win most of the time. 
And, um, you know, definitely right now with everything going on, a lot of the big guys are winning great. And a lot of the small guys are, are struggling in the business world. So let me take a time out and just encourage you, go shop small, go shop with mom and pop businesses, find a way to give business to local business owners and help them out. You know, they're the guys who invest in the local community. They live in the local community and they're trying to do their best to, you know, to serve their customers and everything else. And, you know, we don't all need everything delivered in one day on Amazon Prime. Some things can wait a few days. We can probably go pick them up at a local store rather than, you know, somewhere central. But anyway, we're not getting into all that today. Let's get back to David and Goliath. There's a couple things that really stand out to me as I think through this. And, and obviously, I've thought about this story a lot over the years. But, you know, Goliath came out looking for a fight. I don't know if you've ever stopped to think about that or not, but but he was the aggressor. He was the one out there. The Israelites weren't out there looking to start a battle. But obviously David stood up for himself when the fight came. And I think for you and for me as, as people who believe in, in God and, and have some faith, we talk about spiritual warfare. We think about these spiritual things from time to time. Or maybe you don't, and maybe you should, because it's real and it's out there. You know, Jesus told us. And the New Testament tells us we don't fight against, you know, other people, flesh and blood. You know, we fight against spirit you know, spiritualities and principalities and and things we can't see. And so, you know, when that happens, we've got to be ready to stand up. We've got to be confident to stand for what matters, to stand on God's word and what he says, just like David was. You know, I don't read anywhere that God showed up to David and had a conversation with him and said, okay, I want you to go out and battle this guy. I don't read about him having a dream. I don't read about him having a vision. I don't read about God's fingers writing words in the sky. I don't read any of that. David just inherently knew this doesn't feel right and and felt a, a strength, a peace, a drive to stand up for the name of God where no one else was. And that's what God honored. And in your life and in my life right now, you may be feeling or dealing with you know, similar kind of situations. Maybe you didn't go out looking for a fight, but a fight came to you. You know, maybe you're dealing with the pandemic and the efforts that it's having on your business and, and you're trying to figure out what to do. I know that, you know, on a personal level, I can relate to, you know, any and all of the above. And it, it hasn't been an easy year. It, it, it still isn't easy. You know, when I think about some of the things that we're trying to navigate through and pivot from and, and evolve through, and obviously that's what you do as a business owner. It's what you do as a, a believer for your own faith and you know you sit there and, and pray and you wonder why God hasn't shown up and I've got I've got great friends who are both incredibly sick you know one of them one of them has cancer and, and the other one has leukemia and how's that for a married couple when you got three kids and you're wondering where's God and why hasn't he shown up and you know you read about miracles and healing and and it just doesn't seem to be translating in in your own life and in your own world and in your own experience and look I don't I don't have answers for all that I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not, I'm not him. What I do know is when I read a story like this, there is an example for us to follow that, that we, should, we should want to stand up for the things that God says are important and we should feel confident that we can stand up. And if, if an enemy's coming against us or something's working against us, a battle's coming towards us, whether it's in the real world, whether it's in a spiritual world, and again, I don't know what that looks like, but I, I know enough to know that I can't just be naive and think it's not there because it is. There is clearly a message here that we as Christians, we as believers are supposed to have that faith, that strength to say, no, enough's enough. I'm going to stand against this and here's how I'm going to do it. And, you know, the second thing that comes out of this is 
David didn't go to fight the battle in the same way the battle came to him. And, and you know, what I mean by that is, here comes Goliath and he's a warrior. He's suited up with armor. He's got weapons. He's got a sword. He's got a shield. He looks like a warrior. He came out to battle. He dressed for battle. David didn't. He didn't want to play by those rules. He didn't want to play Goliath's game by Goliath's rules on Goliath's turf, Goliath's way. David went out with what he was familiar with. And I think as people, and I think for myself especially, it's so easy for us to sit back and say, oh, but you know what? Dude, that guy's so much bigger than me. That guy's so much stronger than me. You know, if it was me, I'd have been looking at him thinking, man, he's, he's a lifetime warrior. You know, and I'm a shepherd guy. What, what am I going to do going to fight against him? His muscles are probably bigger than my thighs. But as you think about those doubts and you let those things in, what, what, what you're doing is you're detracting from everything the Bible says, which is when we're weak, God's strong. When we're small, he's big. And I, and I hate to even say it because I know how painful it is to have to live that out. And I'm sure some of you, you know, have probably dealt with a whole lot more than I have. But even just in my own life and, and experiences that I've had, and I think about those situations, it's uncomfortable. It's crappy. It's horrible. I don't, I don't want to be weak. I don't want to be in a weak situation and have to have God come save the day all the time. But I think in, in David's situation, he didn't look at it and say, well, I don't, I don't have all my own armor. I don't have my own spear. I don't have my own sword and weapons. And we read that he tried on someone else's. He was going to borrow someone else's so he could go play that same game by those same rules. And then it didn't fit. It wasn't right. It didn't make sense. Something felt wrong and he shook it all off and said, you know what? No, I'm going to do this my way. I'm going to play this the way I know how. I can sling a stone. Like that's what I know. And it's nonsense. It's crazy. You taking a kid with a slingshot and a few smooth pebbles and you're going to go put him up against a stone cold killer warrior who's been bred from, you know, a, a, a gene pool to just, to just destroy. It doesn't make any sense. But whatever you're going through in your life today, and, and again, I speak to myself with, you know, with the things, you know, we deal with also We've got to be so careful. Let's not look at everything that's coming against us and say, I got to fight that back the same way because that's not, it's not the truth. It's not correct. God could have made David a warrior. He could have put David in the army years earlier. He could have let him be fully trained, but he didn't want that. He had plenty of warriors he could have chosen from. He didn't want any of them. He wanted David to step up and be David. And so today, you know, I want to encourage you with this kind of 10-minute thought or 10-minute devotional, whatever you want to call it. But I want to encourage you, be who God made you to be. Look around at what God's given you. Look around at how God's given it to you. Look around at when God gave it to you. Lean into the strengths that you've got. Lean into who you are and be who you are. If God didn't make you something different, don't try and be something different because that's what everybody else says you should be because that's the way everybody else plays the game. Maybe you're not supposed to play the game the same way everybody else is. Maybe you're not supposed to be who everybody else is. Maybe this is that moment that God's going to show up for you. And my prayer is that it is. And he's going to, he's going to do something magnificent and show himself as strong because of how he made you for this time. It's not like it was a surprise for him when something came up in your life. 
because he already knew that was going to happen, right? Because he sees the future and he knows the future. And the Bible tells us before the foundations of the world were even laid that, you know, he'd already, he'd already thought about us. He'd already created us or, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like, I don't know. But, but we weren't an afterthought. We were a forethought. And so I really want to encourage you. And I'm actually going to finish with a prayer, which I don't think we've ever done before on the show. But I just want to pray over you guys that are listening. Hey, Father God, we thank you that your word says that you're a God that loves us. Your word says that you're a God that cares for us and protects us. You call yourself our provider. You call yourself our healer. We thank you that your word gives us countless examples and stories of people in situations that weren't going well and weren't going the way that, that we would expect or hope where you showed up and did something incredible. And I pray for everybody listening today who's dealing with something that is beyond what they can deal with who's finding themselves in a situation that they don't know how to get out of, who's fighting a battle that in a natural sense, it doesn't seem like they can win. Father God, we confess that we believe in you. We profess that you can do anything and we trust and place our confidence in you today and ask that you would intervene and show yourself strong. Thanks so much that we get to talk to you. Thanks so much that you're amazing and Thanks so much that we get to call ourselves your children. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Mike Thacker Show where we talk about people, profit, and purpose. I hope you enjoyed that 10-minute-ish devotional thought. Probably do a few more of them here in the coming weeks and months. But uh, I really want to encourage you. God's got it. He's got it all under control. And I know that sounds tacky sometimes and cheesy, especially when everything's crashing down around you. But ultimately, somehow, someway, We've got to have confidence that, that this God who is bigger than everything and, and greater than everything really can be trusted and really does, you know, have us in the palm of his hand. So leave me some thoughts below at Real Mike Thacker on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, head over to the website, MikeThacker.com or BeAmazingWithMike.com and you can connect with me that way also. Hey, go ahead and sign up for the email newsletter. That's the best way to stay up to date with some of the things we're working on and share the episode. If you know somebody that that might need a little bit of encouragement or might enjoy the conversation today, uh, go ahead and share them a link and uh, that'd be awesome and I appreciate it. Really appreciate you tuning in and giving me some time to share a little bit of my thoughts and my heart with you. And until next time, just go out there and be amazing.